0: everyone, this is Shashi Mukherjee and today I am with Gaurav Raturi, who is the founder of Cinema Preneur, which is a new OTT platform for Indian independent films and today I am going to talk to him about this platform and the kinds of films they put up there and everything about it. So welcome Gaurav. Great Thank you be- so much Shashi. Great to be here. So, uh, first of all, congratulations on having a grand release ahead of you. You are releasing this film Nirvana in, starring Adil Hussain, Sandhya Mridul, and Rajya Sridhesh Pandey on 11th of December. And I I can see this uh, hashtag on your site called hashtag 99 hours of Nirvana. (laughs) Can you tell me more about it? Sure. So
1: I think, uh, you know, when we launched Cinema Apneo, the idea was to, you know, capitalize on the fact that um, there are audiences, there are communities and films can be uh, released uh, you know even though theaters are not there and I think um, this was a very interesting collaboration where uh, you know the producers and the filmmaker wanted to test something because Cinema pneur is a new concept you know and here is a film which is which was premiered at Busan and you know has mm, a yes, lot yes. of uh, you know g- has great cast credibility so credibility right so yeah. so they wanted to uh, you know um, they love the idea of Cinema pneur and they wanted to collaborate and I think what we felt is that a limited release would uh, build the curiosity and let's experiment and see how many people turn up and would want to watch a film uh, because the traditional avenues like TV, theatre, OTT had not picked the film and it's it's a very interesting film. So I think um, we were very excited to host Nirvana in for 99 hours and I think it has yeah. a great
0: cast. So I've seen the trailer also, it looks very nice. And I I I must tell you this uh, I have pre-booked it so I'm going to watch it. And oh, that's 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 <laughs> great! I think, Shashi, we need uh, you know millions of people like you, and I think that's what uh,
1: the whole whole uh, space is all about. That you know, you love a film, you want to watch it, you don't have to wait for it. You can just book it and watch True. it the day it goes live. So thank you so much for you know subscribing to Cinema Pneur and and being one of the early adopters and early <laughs>
0: uh, viewers um, you know who want to watch the film. So let's 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 begin from the beginning sure. so tell me tell me about your journey how did it begin how did you conceive this idea sure when did you uh, make it come into force tell me all right. about that right
1: so Shashi, I mean I'll, I'll just take you back in time i think uh, in around 2008 and nine um, i had made a short clip uh, you can call it a short film like a one minute film uh, with okay. two of my friends and you know we we won one of the nokia's best short video award on that and this was a phase when YouTube was not very hit; it was not as big as it is right now. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to show this film to our friends, and we could never show it. And I think my prior uh, last, uh, like my prior journey in in this space, has been uh, my other company where uh, you know we started Film Booth as a platform to showcase mm-hmm. short films in India. And in two thousand eight, nine, ten, you know, um, we did multiple film festivals. We brought around. 100 to 200 short films from across the country and we started curating short film festivals and in the last uh, you know seven eight years I have screened more than 500 uh, to 700 short and independent films mm-hmm. and I've been constantly trying to come up with an avenue where um, there is there is a new model of distribution and the filmmakers can monetize their content and I think uh, Cinema Pneur is outcome of what we did in the last 7 8 years with film booth you know trying to okay. trying to create a showcasing platform trying to ticket content trying to bring unknown films to audiences seeing how cinephiles react to unknown content and i think all those validations were put into cinema pneur where we felt the audience is willing to put mind space to interesting films they come they give you their you know time slots um, you know they have no clue Uh, about the films they're not expecting stars what they look at is authentic storytelling you know creativity and they were they were always applauding these filmmakers when we used to host these screenings and I think um, after that I, I, I met around 100 filmmakers over the span of last three years and I discussed with each one of them that you know what's your budget how did you monetize how did you come up with this film and you know how did you produce the film and I think out of all those interactions, we wanted to build something which can work with mm-hmm. the independent films filmmakers, and that's that's how the the idea of Cinema Pneur has emerged. That can we create um, something which which works well? And I think to be honest, I, there was a lot of astonishment as well. You know, um, if you look at the top three traditional formats, which is theater, TV, and now OTT in the last three space, you know, mm-hmm. none of them were looking at this whole independent film space very, very clearly, you know, they were Mm -hmm. missing out on the independent films. Mm -hmm. And what I was feeling is that I personally, I am a cinephile and, you know, a passionate Mm -hmm. film viewer as well. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't watch many of the films because, you know, not everyone can go to a mommy every time on any field, right? Then how do you watch these amazing films, right? And because of that, I felt that, you know, there are so many other people like me who would want to watch these films and they cannot travel, right? And really? I think with that, we felt that what is that sweet spot where, you know, the filmmaker would be willing to give their film in an online streaming format and would be happy to, happy to get mm. feedback and, and to show the film to the audiences. And trust me, um, you know, any filmmaker, the first thing they want is the audiences to watch the film. You know, I think the most important thing is that they've made a film to, to be seen, right? And that was not happening. So a festival would happen. And after that, the film would not be available anywhere. And, you know, sometimes what what was happening is that you have to wait for one to, or two years to watch that film. And I think that's what I was feeling that, you know, why do you have to wait for two years for the film to land up at a free platform or any other, you know, mm. uh, manner. And, that has and, come only now. It
0: was not it, there before.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Mm. So I think uh, with that, I tried to research it out and see what is the exact space. And and that's how we we launched cinema up near. And mm-hmm. last year I went to the film bazaar, you know, which is one of the places yes. where filmmakers come. I met a lot of filmmakers, and the idea was pitched to them, and the interest was very positive. However, we were not able to lock a lot of uh, films at that point of time. And I think gradually, uh, people are now taking a note of pay per view in India because it was a very very yeah. um, you know difficult concept to explain to filmmakers uh, last year.
0: Now,
1: because of the lockdown, things have changed. Is it? Uh Exactly. I think um 100%. I think with the lockdown, um, everybody has realized that, uh, you know, arts and films have taken a hit because festivals have shut down, you know, mm-hmm. theaters are not there. And uh, what will they do with the films, you know, if the audiences are, are not able to watch the film? And I think we are still, you know, at the end of 2020 and not able to see... Um, how the next year looks like with the pandemic, you know, stretching. So I think um, the idea was created in a pre-pandemic world. However, it, it, it's like a beautiful opportunity which can, which can come out of a crisis. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of filmmakers have felt that, that this is a very uh, pandemic friendly idea because, you know, we are restricted in our homes. We have the internet, we have the technology to watch the films. Um, Can we not uh, look at the positive side of, you know, having these restrictions and, and, being able to watch the film,
0: uh, you know, people say this that it's very easy. It's easier to make a film today, but it's difficult to release. And I think with OTTs, I'm sure it's easier to release also. But how do we get people to watch it? I think that's the real question right. today. With yeah. so many things happening, how do you market right. your films, and how do you, right. And how so, do you uh, try to reach to the you know mainstream moviegoers, not just cinephiles? How are you trying right. that?
1: Right. So I think lot of questions there. I, I let's try and break it yeah, down. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. 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 So. If you look at the traditional film ecosystem, you know, um, only if you have a budget in crores, the PNA in crores, uh, mm. to be spent, then only you can distribute your film in a theatrical setup, right? Because theatrical appeals to a larger audience, so you need that kind of budgets. None of the independent filmmakers and the 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 current films can enter that uh, you know that that space because it requires a certain mainstreamness you know, uh, that you cannot uh, market your film to the millions of users across India, right? Mm-hmm. So so where we are right now is that we are saying that not everything needs to be mainstream. You know, you don't have to play for the millions. Even if you lack people, uh, watch a film, you know, your film is through, right? So if you, if you try and understand, like, um, there are multiple talks and multiple content, um, which tells you that, uh, or research report, which tells you that, if your film has been seen by around 2.5 lakh people, you know, you are through your entire budget of the film and okay. you break even, right? Mm-hmm. So, look at that 2.5 lakh number. So, mm-hmm. any mainstream film, so if you look at the, one of the biggest blockbusters, say Three Idiots, was seen by 2.5 crore people, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's yes. a 100 a multiplier. Now, yeah. what we are trying to say is that not every film needs to be seen by crores of people right maybe it is mm-hmm. not meant however let's explore the hundreds and the thousands and the lack of people right mm-hmm. and let filmmakers reach at least those audiences right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if you look at the model um, not every filmmaker wants to do a theatrical because it's a very costly affair you know you mm-hmm. there is real estate there is theater you have to book mm-hmm. the film you have to pay the fees so so where we are right now is that we are saying that every filmmaker can find their audiences. They don't need the entire India to watch the film. However, they have their own audiences. They know mm-hmm. who will watch their film, who will like the film and who they want to show the film. And I think, so that's, that's my first part answer to the first part of the question. Sure, the sure. second part is that if you look at how content has exploded, how multiple formats have come, how multiple channels. So we are in a space where there is tons of content. So I a hundred percent, agree to what you're saying that it's a challenge how do you bring your attention mm-hmm. right to mm-hmm. a certain con- content piece I think that's the second part of the challenge you know uh, mm-hmm. and it is a challenge for everyone even if the top studios tell you that it's very easy the top film star says it's very easy it is not easy with every new film they have to again do those marketing, Mm. you know those ideas they come up come up with something very unique you know like yesterday there was this whole AK versus AK uh, trailer Mm. launch and you know there was a Twitter spat and first I was thinking that it's a genuine Twitter spat (laughs) and then I realized that it's a you know like how filmmakers and studios have to come up with something unique every time right to catch the attention right so everybody caught the attention that there is a Twitter spat and then they realized it's it's connected to a film release to you know to a film release right so I think um you know every filmmaker every producer every film studio is trying to find ways how do they how do they connect to the audiences how do they market how do they find their attention span and i think it's a challenge for everyone to crack and the day we all have cracked it i think um you would know that that who's been able to crack it now coming back i think um to the model where what if so what does a filmmaker want you know the filmmaker wants the film to be seen so traditionally how was that happening film festivals right yes and since film festivals have taken a hit mm-hmm. so yes we are in a space where these films are not coming out and mm-hmm. filmmakers are finding challenges in releasing their films mm-hmm. also um i think i, I just want to talk about the ott uh, space because i think OTT is, was is a great way uh, you know, when when it entered the market three, four years back that, you know, now you have online streaming and online viewing of films. So the norms are different and, and you have more scope for creativity, for bringing more stories, more formats, like a web series format, you know, spread over eight episodes, 40 minutes each. So there was a lot of newness to the whole OTT platforms. And I think um, it has brought a lot of creators and a lot of new faces and a lot of new talent as well however mm-hmm. now we are seeing slight uh, you know um, regression in terms of where they are coming up uh, going with their um, with their curation or with their commissioning and I think that is something uh, problematic which is not really being appreciated by a lot of CNA files because they had hopes on the kind of content they will back yeah. and I think we are we are again feeling that all platforms mm-hmm. are trying to um, get into a space where they where they catch the mainstream audience of they, they course. catch yeah. the biggest pie that's very visible yeah yeah mm-hmm. and i think that's that's what the problem is that you can always have smaller pies and still coexist you know true, true, um, true. the moment you only want the moment you want the entire pie you know that's where you try and create uh things which which
0: are very mainstream true true, true. Uh, how how do filmmakers uh, reach out to you with their films? What is the process? Can you tell me? Sure.
1: So I think uh, because we are an online company, what we try to do is try to be very active online uh, on all our social media pages. Uh, We have a contact number. If we have our emails set up, uh, you know, on our website, uh, there is a submit a film section. So I think um, I'll tell you where, like how we are. Uh, Basically, we feel we are very we are very approachable. I think approachability is something which has been missing in the whole film ecosystem, which means suppose you want to meet a filmmaker, Shashi, yes, you know, yes. I think it will require you a lot of time to approach that filmmaker. Right. You want to approach a big studio. I don't think you can easily reach without a connection or without, you know, really getting mm-hmm. through somebody in that ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And I think that has been something which I have felt that it's been missing in the whole film ecosystem, which is approachability so i think what we i have tried i mean it's a it's a new um uh, space we are in but we have tried to be very approachable and we have to try to be very communicative which means that if you're a filmmaker you message us you email us you call us you write to us we will revert back to you right mm-hmm. and we will tell you uh, whether you know we can work we can collaborate or not i think What we have seen is a lot of times this approachability was missing in all mainstream platforms and avenues. So so one is that. And I think, uh, um, yeah, so that's how we sort of uh, reach out to filmmakers. Uh, We also wanted to come up with newer ways of, you know, um, reaching the filmmakers, which is obviously going to the festivals, going to the Mm -hmm. markets. But I think that's shut right now. So whenever the next, uh, you know big film festival of india comes we would definitely yeah. be there interacting with filmmakers and trying to you know um, bring more content on our platform sure
0: sure can we talk more about the platform like uh how much does the audience have to pay and how does the filmmaker benefit from that financially and how do you benefit can you can we talk sure, about the sure. revenue model also? sure sure so i'll i'll take a
1: step back and I'll i'll share the idea you know so sure. what is the idea basically um Films are made on a budget, and there is uh, money involved, right? And every film, when it does break even and make some profit, then the producers back that filmmaker, thinking that yes, this filmmaker has brought back uh, the profit, so we can back this filmmaker again. You know, hmm. he or she is not a filmmaker that um, nobody wants to back because the money has not come back, right? So, if a filmmaker is successful, which means that they have been able to generate um, you know, monetization and and bring back some money to the producers because then only people will back you. If you've given, um, if you've not returned the money, then, you know, people will be hesitant. So I think that's the core fundamental of, you know, this space and business. Yeah. The second is that, <clears throat> you know, we felt that um, the independent filmmakers are known and have their own communities. Right. Mm. There is there is a certain kind of cinephile audience which wants to watch these independent films. You know, they are festival goers, they are cinephiles, they are people who who have different tastes and different choices, and they want to know what is unique and different, what is not mainstream. They have a fatigue with mainstream content. So, so all these things have uh, made us realize that uh, you know films can be distributed where um, the filmmakers can. Take the films to these communities and generate uh, monetization around it. So, so with that, with those assumptions, we build the platform where we feel that. So how how it works, I'll tell you. Yeah. yeah. So if there is an independent filmmaker and uh, you know he, he he or she has made the film, and they haven't been able to get a theatrical, a OTT or any other kind of distribution, what we at Cinema Pino do is that. Um, we say that come and join this journey of, uh, you know, distributing your film, being the co-owner in the distribution uh, journey okay. where okay. Um, you you look at Cinema Pneur as a digital theater or as a online streaming partner for your film. Right. Mm-hmm. What happens is you submit your film to us. Uh, we look at our own curation and checks and balances. If the content pieces fit from our side. Um, and then we discuss the release date with the filmmaker so when mm-hmm. do we release the film right okay, and the idea is to create as much um curiosity as much hype as much uh, interest in the cinephile audience as we can so that the more and more people want to watch the film so mm-hmm. that's the second sort of um you know way to um to to bring out the film the third part is that we feel that if a viewer backs a filmmaker, the filmmaker should get the highest, uh, you know, return on that backing, which means since ours is a pay-per-view model, it's like a ticket you're buying to watch that film and a lion's share goes back to the filmmaker. So with every oh. ticket being sold, the filmmaker is the one who's making the maximum, mm-hmm. um, you know, revenue on that film. Mm-hmm. So if you give it, if, if I give an example, basically, mm-hmm. Um, imagine a hundred rupees ticket uh, being sold for a film. So what okay. we say is I'm giving you approximate mm. numbers, say 60, 65% goes back to the filmmaker, which okay. means that yes. if you if you none of the existing formats give you that, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Traditional they systems give don't. you the traditional yeah. systems um, give you around 40 to um, you know 45 or 38 to 49 percent revenues, right? Mm-hmm. So so here we are uh, in a space where we are saying that uh, that let's break down the whole um, distribution process where the filmmaker earns the most and they reach out to the community and with you know the numbers increasing and we reaching out to a bigger audiences you can really consider this space bringing uh, you know a certain percentage back uh, back to the producers I'm not saying that at this point of time, you know, you can really get 100% ROI because no avenue gives you 100% ROI, which means you always recover some cost. Right. Mm-hmm. And the moment we, we've, we built cinema Pneur as a platform where we've got a large, uh, you know, um, audience base across India, because I think this is what will take time. It, it's going to take around one, one and a half years for us to really go to these, cinephiles, audiences who want to watch the film, we will be at a point where, you know, this will be the one of the best option for a filmmaker. Right? Sure, sure. So, 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 what we are doing, I think we are saying that you are getting discovered as a filmmaker. You know, your film is available to be viewed across the world, which means that any cinephile wants to watch a film, they Google it and they land up and they can watch the film by paying a certain ticket. Right? The highest percentage on that ticket goes back to the filmmaker right Mm -hmm. there is a there is a positive intention by a cinephile that okay i am watching this film by this filmmaker and the filmmaker is getting um you know back his share which means that if more Mm -hmm. people back the filmmaker uh, the filmmaker will recover his cost Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah and 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 i think uh, as we are seeing the the things grow i think we are very excited because um, as more and more films come it's it's more and more kind of uh, you know cinephile audiences uh, who join the who join the uh, platform, and then they start discovering different films. And there is a there is a sweet spot which is going to come in some time where mm-hmm. you will see somebody who's who came for a Malayalam film
0: mm-hmm.
1: suddenly discovers a Marathi film. You yeah. know. a person who came for a short film starts to watch a documentary. And somebody who came for say a Nirvana in starts hmm. to watch a Kondan, you know, like, so we know that this is what, uh, you know, we've built the platform for That true, it's going true. to be a space where you will watch uh, some amazing, unique independent films, which aren't yeah. available on any other platform.
0: Since you talked about curation, the curation process um for putting up films on your platform, so is there a tonality or a voice that you look at or are you open to everything right now? Um, right so um, Shashi,
1: when we were planning the platform, I think uh, what we' felt is that a lot of times a lot of independent films do not um, do not uh, you know cater to the norms defined by, Curators, at times, you know, there are experimental films, there are diverse films, there are different issue based films. And I think um, we brainstormed internally as a team that would we want the top 25 independent films from India and be a platform which is very, very, you know, like restrictive in terms of the curation, or do we want to create a platform which empowers a filmmaker in this whole distribution journey and doesn't really. Um, become very critical on the creativity aspect. Right. And I mm-hmm. think we chose the second uh, you know second track because what we felt is that uh, you know a lot of times the budgets are not very high for independent films mm-hmm. and they might not match up to a lot of other international and lot of other films in the same space. However, the storytelling or the the idea would be really amazing but if we if we be too critical of these films and not give them an avenue then we are again becoming another platform which is not allowing this whole breed of filmmakers so i think mm-hmm. what we felt is that we will not be too uh, you know we will not have too many uh, restrictions i think yeah. we will see our own checks and balances in terms of the content and a certain quality but okay. on the on the diversity and the creativity we will We will try and be as open as we can be Mm -hmm. because I think the idea is that the audiences tell you uh, whether, you know, the audiences, if they've accepted, I think that's the biggest proof, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes um, a film which you might feel that, oh, this might not work or this might not have a lot of numbers can suddenly be accepted by more people, right? True. Um, so I think I think that's what it is that uh, we try and see um, um, that, that there are certain checks and balances. But apart from that, I think we feel that um, it's an online theater. You know, we don't have restrictions mm-hmm. of one week and five screens. We can have 100 screens working parallelly at the same time, right? So we don't have that challenge. And I think that's the beauty of being an online platform that you can have all films, even if one person is watching in one screen. It's absolutely fine for us. And if there are 100 people watching another in another screen, I think we are okay because as a platform, I yeah. think uh, the idea is to just give a space and
0: let audiences decide. True, very true, very true. Is there a possibility that you get into production also from the distribution side, and like help filmmakers make films in the future or in the near future?
1: Hundred percent, Shashi. I think there are a lot of uh, ideas. I think they, there is an idea to create a f- film fund for independent filmmakers, where we commission films. And because we're interacting with so many of them, we really know that you know they are so talented and they can work on certain budgets and create amazing films. So the idea is to launch, uh, you know, and commission films. Uh, but I think we we're gonna wait for another six months because. Okay. Um, Let's first build the core of the biz- business mm-hmm. and the platform, which is to really, uh, you know, crack the whole space. And I think uh, the idea is to commission content. The idea is to produce films. Um, you know, maybe six months or nine months down the line, uh, mm-hmm. we would definitely want to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. One more thing I've noticed on your uh, site is that. It says that it's a new uh, platform for Indian independent films. Do you want to uh, get independent films from other countries as well? Like, uh, Why not it become... Is there a plan? Yeah.
1: So, yes, there is a plan, actually. Um, I think uh, when we launched the idea, we felt that uh, we understand the Indian ecosystem very well than other ecosystems. And I think if the Indian ecosystem accepts it, then I think uh, we can really make it global because... uh, when we coined the word cinema, Pneur, I think the mm-hmm. vision was to be a global platform because it's a name which will uh, resonate with people across the world. And I think, uh, uh, you know, the, the way the Indian filmmakers have appreciated the platform, I think we are very happy and excited. And we've, uh, we, we've been very uh, lucky to get that feedback from them um, around January. end, we will start a pilot, uh, you know, by bringing, uh, few international films Um, 100% I think uh, we we will go international because Uh. because I think it's a great uh, way and we just wanted to uh, you know um, run this for six months in India and see how it shapes up because we Mm. we have got uh, interest from a few Indian filmmakers who were in Australia who were in Canada who were in the US and we've not we've just held on to that uh, but um, I think I've not shared this with anybody else. But we are sharing here that uh, exclusively yes. coming up on my <laughs> channel. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, that uh, we are piloting in January, and I think uh, yes, we will we will bring it to more countries uh, in the next six months.
0: That's that's so nice. Lastly, uh, how does one get to work with Cinema Premium? I'm sure a lot of people uh, who will be seeing this might get interested in working with you. So could you tell me more about that? Like what all they can do? So
1: uh, I think um, we have few, like if you see uh, what all we do, basically um, there is curation, um, there Mm -hmm. is marketing and campaigning on films. There is trying understanding of social media or digital marketing. uh, You know, then there is a technology aspect. And there is one thing which we're trying to also build is how do we create more um, you know, editorial content around films because I think okay. uh, we we we're trying to bring more spotlight to the filmmakers, um, trying to generate more content, and I think we are looking to have more writers or you know content people in our uh, team. I think we're very approachable, Shashi. We are a new company and we are a you know you can say a young startup. So so I think people can write to us, they can approach us. Maybe uh, we'll have to think of ways in which we can collaborate um, because um, you know. We are also seeing how to how to channelize so much excitement coming in. So yes. I think it depends on um, if if somebody is really passionate to to be part of this journey. I think we are absolutely open and we have been very approachable, and we can definitely explore how to how to you know Work bring that collaboration.
0: Yeah. Sure, sure. Well then, thank you so much. It was great talking to you. And what you are doing is so good. You are uh, narrowing the gap between independent filmmakers and the possible audiences they could have and and actually uh, exposing audiences to new kind of content. That's so good. And thank you so much for doing this. All the that, best.
1: Yeah, tha- yeah. Thanks a lot, Shashi. I think, um, you know, it's, it's been our realization that something like this was missing. So I think we were just trying to uh, take a lead and do that. And I think um, it's more and more cinephiles and people like you who should, back us and support us and I think then we'll be through because I think uh, if you know as we sort of crack this whole model I think uh, filmmakers would not need anybody else and they could really lead Truly. this whole distribution journey and, Truly, and, can and, just and reach people that. across the world
0: yeah yeah this, this has become so like so uh, approachable and so uh, you know you can you can make a film and put it out and people will watch it there are people who are going to take care of the distribution part of it you just exactly. need to make it and making a film is also becoming easier with time exactly exactly yeah. great luck for nirvana in also thank you so, so watch much
1: it. yes thank you so much and we look forward to your feedback your reviews online i think yeah, you're doing sure. a lot of interesting work so i think we would be eager to know how you find the film Sure, sure. I'll do that. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot, Shashi. Thank you. Bye. Yeah.